0: Background. I'm just looking at myself you're glowing I should do like a Neutrogena commercial I mean that's amazing okay sorry Norma go ahead
1: fine if you want tips don't throw the water at you throw it to the sides that's how they like get it. Jeff
0: call I'm not gonna lie you look a little pasty right now with your lighting <laughs> all right go ahead sorry Norma
1: That's fine, Coach. Um, So my coworker would just kill me if I don't ask this, but Larry earlier today mentioned that the BYU-Utah game is still on. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about that? Is it still going to be on December 12th? And what else can you tell us about the non-conference portion of the schedule?
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, in fact, as soon as Utah has been awesome. So as soon as the Pac-12 originally talked about canceling, um, all the games until January 1st, uh, um, Larry and Utah called us. and are like, hey, we still want to find a way to work in this game. And so it's probably because uh, he beat me last year and he beat me when I was at Utah Valley. So I was like, I'm going to beat this dude forever. So, But it, it's really great because this game is super important. And, they, and so they immediately jumped on and said, hey, let's find a way to salvage the game. So we're super grateful for that and super excited about it. And I think it's good for the basketball in the state of Utah. In terms of the rest of our – uh, non-conference schedule. Um, it's so amazing that everything's still in flux. Uh, even like you're seeing MTEs actually come into fruition and then go away just in a matter of days, right? So um, there's so many moving pieces. We feel like we're one break, like one sign. You know, we're waiting on a bunch of contracts actually to get signed, and as soon as they do, it kind of starts a domino effect of all the other games we have waiting to kind of sign. So. Um, it's something that could be done in a matter of days, or you know, if if it goes wrong, it could take us uh, several more weeks. So everyone is, you know, this is kind of a, you know, this is a a brand new experience scheduling that none of us have ever had. So we're just trying to make it up as we go and figure it out.
1: You did, still didn't answer one of those questions. Is it which one? I'm sorry. Game, is the Utah game still going to be on December twelfth, or will that oh, be
0: uh, the expectation? Is yes. Um, but again, like nothing is set in stone right now in terms of final dates. And that's not because either Utah or us, uh, have any desire to change the game, remove it or anything like that. It's just because everything's in flux. Like I, I couldn't tell you anything is guaranteed right now, except that I know these guys are going to be dying to get back into the gym and get back to work tomorrow. So.
1: Coach, I uh, appreciate you doing this here. I think my skin tone looks a little pink for some reason. in This I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, with but me. you
0: look good, man. You look really good, right? And and listen, that's nothing against Jeff. Like, because I've seen Jeff in person. His skin is beautiful. It's just the
1: light. It is. He's got he's got radiant skin, but uh uh. But Coach, I, oh, first day obviously of practice. Exciting times for your program. Maybe what's some of the goals that you're trying to achieve during this practice portion leading up to November 25th.
0: Yeah. So I think the most important thing for us is just to get to know each other. Um, and, and I say that not just in terms of my guys getting to know each other, but also me getting to know them. Like we have this kind of, you guys, I mean, you guys, are, you guys just know just as much about this game as I do. And I know you look at our roster and you're like, well, I don't know, are they going to go this direction with it or that direction or what direction? And we're actually asking ourselves the same questions, like how do we tap into everything, the best way that this team has to offer because it's a uniquely composed team. So uh, main part is for us to just, these guys get to know each other and me to get to know them and figure out how we can be the best team we can, right? Because there's a lot of different directions we can go. Hey
1: Mark, we're finding out that uh, there's an evaluation um, That they're going to maybe give the winter sports athletes the season back. What are your thoughts on what that does for some of your seniors maybe and what it does for your program?
0: Well, I think it's really exciting for our seniors um, because, especially after what happened last year, it was just so – it was just, you know, I mean, again, I'm not trying to take anything out of context, but just in our little slice, it was just so – man, it was so brutal – Um, And so the fact that these guys can kind of jump into the season with the confidence that no matter what happens, that they'll have the option of having another year, you know, say that we jump into the season and then it it just goes sideways. Like it does last year that they didn't lose their year. They at least have the option to come back. I think is probably going to be bring a lot of peace to our guys. Darnell, you up?
1: I just asked my question.
0: Oh yeah, that was a great question, and and Darnell, you look fantastic, also. All right. So my my lighting issues aside, um, what uh, what made you want to broadcast this first practice, and then also follow up to that question is uh, who kind of stood out to you this first day? Yeah. So we, um, I mean, for us, this is a no-brainer, right? Uh, because we just are blessed with these incredible fans, right? Um, and that, and just Cougar Nation that just cares, and, they, and they, they love being a part of it, and we love them being a part of it. So in, in terms of, like, trying to grow that connection as quickly as we can, uh, it's really important to us. And um, I also like the idea of my guys being in the gym where uh, there's an event like this where they're, you know, getting – Uh, you know, they're getting analyzed and they're going to get critiqued and they kind of have the lights on the best we can put them on right now and kind of feel some of that juice. Um, and so, you know, I like it for both those reasons in terms of guys that stood out. I think a lot of guys stand out to me right now, which makes our job really tough in a good way. Right. Um, Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett are, are, are just, they're going to be a really special duo. Um. You know, I, one of the directions that I think we're going to spend a lot of time going is is playing two point guards. Um, you see several teams in the league that are doing that now, and it just is so difficult, um, especially when you have playmakers that are as lethal as there. And we kind of saw that all night long. Um, and then I think we have really interesting length, as we've talked about. You know, Jeff, you know this as well as I do. And so, you know, this Matt Harms has been really good for us. Uh, you got a t- t- taste of him shooting the ball uh, he's been shooting the ball like that every day and it's, it's really hard because you know us mere mortals have a tough time challenging his stroke right um he's just he just shoots it so high and and um, you know he was really good on the offensive glass tonight and he'll continue to be and he's, he's been really good in the post for us uh, you guys got a little flavor of richard harward tonight um for as energetic as he is and he's been really special and then these young guys, you know, uh, you know the rookies in um, and, and, uh, Hunter Erickson and, and Caleb Loner, you saw little moments from them where their energy is so infectious. And, um, you know, Trevin Nell, I think, is, is completely ready to step into a new role, like a, a leadership role, a, a heavy lifting role on this team. So there's a lot of guys. I'm sure I missed some in that conversation. You know, Kobe Lee is, come on, I mean, how consistent is he? He's like a giant oak tree in the middle of the forest that you just know is going to be there tomorrow and it's going to be there in a hundred years and a thousand years, right? He's, uh, he's such a beautiful piece. And, and how good does Gavin Baxter look right now running around the court? I mean, he's so long and athletic and can, is just such a huge defensive weapon. And so, it's going to be fun. I keep saying this. I know you guys have heard me say this, but if we could just get a good coach in here, this would be a heck of a team, man. It's all this piece we're missing. Let's go ahead, Tyler, then Mitch, then Norma, then we'll probably be done with Coach. Coach, it's a lot easier said than
1: done to build the best locker room in America, but these guys seem to be bought in. With a lot of new faces coming from a lot of different places, how do you get everyone from the starters to those that may not see as many minutes, how do you get everyone to buy into that best locker room in America?
0: Well, you know, Tyler, it's a good question. And it's, uh, there's a lot of stages to it too, right? Um, one, one first part is, is recruiting. And we actually use this as a filter in recruiting because we let our recruits know that that's kind of a requirement. And it's actually not what everybody wants, right? Um, there's some people that don't want that. And so, they know from now so that that's not going to be a great fit here. And the second thing is is um, we talk about it every day, and, and we try and help our guys actually believe. And, and that, uh, that journey of belief in, in the, the enlightened um, self-interest of giving yourself wholly to the team and the belief that you're actually going to get paid back individually much greater than if you try and take from the team – Like you have to reinforce that belief every single day. And then you got to point every single time when it actually manifests itself. So guys can keep believing because every other voice in the world is trying to convince them that it's not the case. And, and when I say it goes in stages, like we're in an early stage now where, you know, we're we're not sitting anybody on the bench because everybody's playing. So that makes it a little bit easier. So we have to take advantage of this, of this phase. Right. And then all of a sudden we get, you know, into practices where we start putting a first unit together and a second unit, and that's another phase. And then we get into games where guys are actually sitting on the bench, and and that's another phase. And then you get midseason where clearly you guys are super, uh, you know, engrossed in talking about a few guys, and there's a bunch of guys that just you're not talking about as much just because that's the nature of sport and reporting, right? And so you have to win in all those stages of the season – uh, to kind of keep going this locker room, and so that's something we're really conscious of, and we talk to our guys about it all the time. And you know, hopefully, we can we can help them continue to believe, and they can keep trying as hard as they can to believe.
1: Mark, uh, I was kind of curious about a pair of juniors that have had a lot of experience in in the program, or been around the program for a few years now. And, and Gavin Baxter and Connor Harding. What do you feel are kind of maybe the the potential? ceiling now as they kind of take on potentially bigger roles in this program going forward.
0: Yeah. Gav has been really spectacular. Like this morning he was, he was just off the charts. Um, You know, he's, he's really, really, um, he's really made a lot of plays off the bounce for us, which is really exciting. Um, He's found a, a middle ground, a short step ground on the second move. That's been a little more conservative and a lot more productive. Um, you know, he's, he's catching every ball, and I know that sounds silly, but that's a huge part of what we do is catch first team, and we emphasize it every day, and he's come up with epic catches. Uh, and I really do think he has a chance to be able to guard everybody, like everyone. He might be able to guard everybody all at the same time. Like, I think he has a chance to be so special defensively. And um, he's, he's, you know, what's really been fun about Gavin, he's actually shooting the ball the best he's ever shot it, and he doesn't care like he just wants to go make plays. And that actually is a super hard place to get, right? So he's been spectacular. And this Connor Harding is, I mean, I have so much faith in Connor. Uh, he was so reliable for us last year. and shot 44% from the three-point line. and was our most versatile defender. Won us a bunch of games on the defensive end, late in games. Um, he's a really good leader and he just wants to win so bad. And he's, he's, he's been so diligent um, with getting back to health. He's making great progress. You know, I set him down for a lot of the workouts tonight just because this is the most he's been doing. But I have huge expectations for him. You know, our team's going to function better when he's back 100%. Lastly, Coach, um,
1: last year BYU led the nation in three-point field goal percentage. Can people expect uh, the Cougars to once again light it up from the three?
0: Absolutely. We should be the best three-point shooting team in the country Every, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to be the best three-point shooting team in America. But what I do know is I do know the shots will earn for each other. And I do know how we'll approach those shots. And I do know how we'll commit to those shots. And that's actually going to be good enough for us, right? You know, whether we're, you know, we shot 42.2% from the three-point line last year. It was 3% higher almost than any other team in the country. I don't know if that's reproducible. You know, but, but I do know that our approach will stay the same and that it'll bear great fruit, right? Whether that's the best three-point shooting team in the country or t- 20th best three-point shooting team or the 50th best three-point shooting team, we'll still be proficient in that area because we spend so much time and we're so dedicated to it. Way to put the heat on, Norma. We're going to be the second best three-point shooting team in America's back. Oh, BYU slipping, man. I don't know what happened to those guys. <laughs> Is that good, guys? We're all good? Hey, I sure appreciate you guys. We're really, like I say every time, we're super great for you guys covering us. And and I'm excited for you guys to get to know these, these young men. You're going to love these guys, man. They're They're far from perfect, but they're really, really interesting, and they're great. Come on, Matt. It's on. And with that said, here comes the most interesting man in the world.